Welcome to week 10 of our Bible reading plan together. We're going to continue making our way through God's Word, and I first wanted to congratulate you for making it through Leviticus, what Mike coined the Bible reading plan killer. So you've made it, and I hope you were encouraged in your soul as you read through Leviticus. Uh, this week, you're going to begin to read the book of Numbers. And what I wanted to do is provide you with a big picture outline of what's going to be taking place in Numbers as you begin. And because, partly, Numbers is true to its name. There are a lot of numbers in the book of Numbers and details that can at times seem tedious and make you wonder, why is all this in here? Um, yet, as we take a step back and consider the big picture and consider what is going on in Numbers, I think what you're going to see is, and what you will experience, is seeing God is at the center of Numbers. And I, I believe that as you consider God's activity and what God is doing in Numbers, your faith is going to be strengthened. And you're going to be encouraged and remember that God is faithful to His promises. So, as you begin Numbers, you're going to read about a census. And you're going to think, what do all these numbers have to say about God? But yet, I want you to remember, God made a covenant with Abraham that He was going to make a great nation from Abraham and Sarah. This old couple, this barren woman, was going to become a nation. And so, as you read through these numbers, you can remember that God has been faithful to His promises, that God has not only given Abraham and Sarah, a family, but now there is a nation that is present. And, and you're going to see God's faithfulness that not only is God giving them a people, but he's taking them to the land that he had promised them. And so God calls this census because he's preparing them for war, to take it and to say that I've provided you with men to fight and I'm going to be with you. Yet as you read through Numbers, you will see once again the unfaithfulness and sin of God's people. And so the basic structure of Numbers, the first 25 chapters, it's going to focus on the passing of the first generation of all the people that came out of Egypt. And, and now they are going to march in the wilderness. And they're going to rebel against God. And they're not going to trust that God is going to be with them to give them the land. And eventually, the, that generation, that entire generation will die. And then chapter 26 and following is going to be all about the second generation of God's people. And that second generation that came out of the out of Egypt, and then they're going to prepare to enter into the promised land. And so what I would encourage you to consider as you read through Numbers and read of the people's grumbling, they're going to, you're going to read of the accusations that they make against God. You're going to see their unbelief. Remember and be astonished at how patient God is. Remember and see how gracious God continues to be, that these are the people that God has said are my people. Now, God, he, he will take their sins seriously, and He will discipline, and he will, there are consequences, but he, he continues to be with them. And He continues to say that they are my people. God is faithful to keep His promises. And His ways are not like our ways. And as you will see in Numbers 22 through 24, you're going to read about Balaam the prophet and his donkey. You're going to, then in Numbers 
21, you're going to read about an account of Moses and the serpents and a bronze serpent that Jesus actually references in John 3. And he's talking about God rescuing the grumbling and unbelieving people of God in the wilderness. And yet Jesus says, in the same way, the Son of Man will be lifted up. And so as you read through Numbers, as you think about God's faithfulness, what a privilege and joy it is to read the end of Mark, the Gospel of Mark. We're going to be able to think about and consider the, the death of Jesus Christ, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. We're going to see God's greatest display of love, God's greatest display of His faithfulness in sending His own Son to die on the cross for our sins. So God has been faithful in numbers. He's been faithful throughout all of Scripture. And He, we see it, the pinnacle of that as we read through the Gospel of Mark. So may we join with the Roman centurion as Jesus breathed his last and cried, It is finished. May we join with this Roman soldier who saw it take place. May we say with him, Truly, this man was the Son of God. May we remember that God is faithful to his promises, that he's good, that he's for us, that the book of Numbers is telling us that just as much as the Gospel of Mark. And we can see these connections and we can rejoice and know that God is for us. And then we can say with the psalmist this morning, your reading this morning on this day is Psalm 62. And this is what the psalmist says. He says, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. So if you're looking for a new song to listen and be encouraged by in your soul, Sovereign Grace Music has just released a new song titled, My Soul Will Wait, based on this psalm and is sung by our very own Lisa Clow. And I trust that the Lord will use his word and the person and work of Christ and even this song to deepen your amazement of who God is and what he has done. May God's grace be with you.